Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Good morning and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS. For nearly seven decades, Champaign-Urbana's daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join it on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or email us at talk at wdws.com. Now... Here's your host, Brian Barnhart. And we're on a penny for your thoughts here. Another overcast day and a lot of rain last night. Don't know how much you got where you are, but man, it was coming down. And fortunately, that's not snow. Uh, temperatures are different today, though. A high of only 37, a high of 31 tomorrow, 30 the high on uh, Sunday, about 29 on Saturday. As we uh, start to head for Christmas week. Good to have you with us on a Penny for Your Thoughts. We're at 9.07. Got a busy show today. Just an hour and a half for me. We've got the uh, on the uh, Busey Money Talk, folks. Busey Money Talk at uh, 10.30. So they'll have some good information for you. I'm sure there'll be a little bit to talk about. Uh, but we'll have Paul Barrett join us. The Executive Vice President and Publisher of the News Gazette will join us here. So if you have any Questions related to the News Gazette and or the radio station. Certainly you can uh, talk to Paul about that. Uh, get your suggestions in, complaints, or whatever uh, for the publisher of the News Gazette here in the first hour. Uh, tomorrow we'll have Joe DeLuce join us. He's uh, retiring from the Champaign Park District. He's done a fabulous job with the uh, Park District over the years. And so we'll talk to Joe a little bit. Uh, Mayor Deb Finan for a few minutes. She wanted to uh, express some thoughts about Scott Bennett. Uh, in his passing, uh, she's going to be involved, I think, in the funeral coming up on Monday. So we'll talk to her uh, at the end of the week. Next week, Clarissa Nickerson Foreman on Tuesday. We'll do the show a week from today in St. Louis ahead of the Bragging Rights game. And then we've got some best of Penny shows coming up in and around the uh, Christmas holidays here on the 23rd, 26th, and 27th. We'll head to Tampa at the end of the month for the bowl game and have that for you on the radio on the 2nd from Tampa. Hutchcraft Van Service, if you need to move something or you need to store something, whatever the case may be, this is a family-owned business, been around since the 1940s. They jumped in just as American families were growing and moving around the country. And uh, Hutchcraft Van Service then jumped in the 50s, 1953, with the folks at United Van Lines. So they became a great team, and they've been around for a long, long time. 1614 North Lincoln Avenue, got a great warehouse, had a tour of that, if you've never seen that warehouse it's impressive they've got over 50 trucks vans and trailers and they can uh, store uh, student items office relocation items record storage short-term summer storage um, household goods uh, relocation so forth and so forth so all of that available to you hutchcraft van service give them a call at 217-328-3333 or stop by and see them great folks there 1614 north lincoln paul barrett joins me after the break 909 here on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Illini family, this is Illinois women's basketball coach Shauna Green. We're in action this Sunday. Listen in on News Talk 9-12 on a, a penny for your thoughts here as we head for Christmas time. And we've got a high of 37 in our forecast today. We're on a penny for your thoughts. Publisher of the News Gazette is with me, Paul Barrett. How are you, sir? Good morning. How Good. are you? Yeah. Before I head into uh, head into the snow in upstate New York <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. Yep. Going yeah. back up there for a little bit. Going up for a little bit. And I've, uh, I've been told it's going to... I'll be just behind the current snowstorm, 
and then uh, it's going to snow every day that I'm home. So and that's in the Finger Lakes region. Finger Lakes, yeah. yeah. How yeah. much snow do they get a year typically? About eighty inches. Eighty. Okay. I know. <laughs> that's, uh, that's when I first yeah. Yeah, when I first got there, I called everyone together, uh, my staff, and I said, "Okay, I just." See that we get 80 inches of snow a year. What what do we do? Do we have a, a phone tree or does some people pick up other people? How do we do it? And they just laughed and said, we just come to work. <laughs> we, we, we're used to this. And it doesn't all happen in one day. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to talk about the paper and uh, the News Gazette. If you have any questions, uh, complaints, suggestions, uh, ideas, whatever you want to. Uh, compliments. Compliments. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those are all, you know, all welcome. Uh, for the publisher of the News Gazette. So I get a lot of calls, you know, why doesn't the paper do this or how can the paper does that? Well, here's the guy that can help uh, at least answer your question or look for an answer if you need it. So let's uh, get started here right away. Carol is with us. How you doing, Carol? I'm doing well, thank you. Go ahead. Okay, my first question, I have three things. My first question or uh, comment is about the special editions. I read the fine print Oh, over a year ago, inside the on A2, about four times a year, you're going to charge $4 for a paper. When I looked at those special editions, they were jam-packed full of advertising. And um, I've, I know that most of your income comes from advertising, and I feel like it's kind of a, a gig against your paper, paper subscribers. We're a pretty loyal bunch. But um, it just adds to the to the cost. Hmm. Okay, he's writing that down. Yeah. All right. Comment. Okay. You, you said to... comment, not question. Was there a question? Well, I I guess I want to hear your reasoning. Well, you're. And then go ahead. And then the other two questions. The other two were: you're not very accessible by email. Um, everybody else is, and I've. I've contacted people when I had a question or a comment. And then the third thing, about a year ago you were on, and you told people who wanted to give a Christmas monetary gift to the the paper carrier to send it down to you or to the office. And so my first thought was, well, you're going to put that in your records, and then that's going to be recorded as part of their income, and then they're going to have to pay taxes on that. And um, my thought is, under $600, you don't have to pay taxes on uh, on income. And it, it just bothered me. My carrier, um, I just give her a card with the money in it, and uh, it works out just fine. So and those I think, three things. Yeah, and, I, and uh, thank you, Carol. And I think that is absolutely the best way to do it, is just – Put a nice card, put some money in it, thank them personally for what they do. The reason that I said send it here, someone had asked me, how do I do it? They don't see their carrier. A lot of people never see their carriers. And I said, that's a way to do it. We don't put it in their payroll, so it's not something that uh, they deal with. They're independent carriers, so they deal with that however they deal with it. They're not on our payroll. Right, so, I understand. Yeah, I understand. so we okay. So you don't put that in their total. Not in no, because they're again okay. they're independent contractors, All right. and All right. and oh, the way ahead. you do it, I think personally is the best way to do it, because you get to you know, the note and say some nice things because they work very hard, and we just offered that as a convenience. Uh, carriers have come to us and said if somebody wants to give us a. Uh, Christmas bonus or any kind of bonus, what, what should we tell them? And so that's one of the things we okay. We just All handle right. that money for them. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Sort of, a, I guess you'd call it a pass through. Mm-hmm. We we collect it and give it back to the, give it to them. Mm-hmm. Belongs to okay. them, not us. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the other two questions. You're you say Comments? I'm not accessible by email. I get about. 40 emails a day so okay well i can't find your email address oh okay i i see it published um let me check into that i don't know why i've never had anyone say that to me so okay thank you for that i'll see what i can find out Mm -hmm. uh you you want to give it now or do you want to 
Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if anybody would like it, if you want to take a pen and write it down, it's P as in Paul, M as in Mary, B as in boy, PMB, PUB. So it's my initials, PMB, publisher or pub, PMB, PUB at AOL.com. It's an address I've had since 1994, and since I go all over the country with our with our uh, organization, that works best for me. I have local addresses in 10 different places, but everything points to that one, so I get all the email to the right, to the same place. Okay. If all that right. helps P-M-B-T-U-B? you. P-M-B-T-U-B? No, P as in publisher, like P-U-B. A pub, yeah. Oh. Pub. Oh. Yep. P-U-Pub. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. yes. P-M-B-P-U-B. Right. Yep. At AOL. All right. And then the, then the special edition thing. Yeah. So we do have special editions, and our staff works incredibly hard to put those together. It's not all advertising. In fact, there's a lot more editorial than there is advertising. I wish there was more advertising in it, mm-hmm. but, but they're not. They're generally uh, sections that mark special events, that have some significance within the community, and the uh, newsroom works overtime putting those together. In fact, we had a meeting this morning about one we're going to be doing in February, I believe, or March, where they're going to be working uh, long hours to get that done. And to say that most of our revenue is advertising, um, it's about 50-50 now. We... I'd say probably two to three years ago, the newspaper industry sort of flipped over where about 50-50 of our, uh, of our revenue uh, comes from advertising and, and circulation. Now, we do get a lot more digital revenue now than we used to, so you'd have to factor that in. But it's no longer – like when I was coming up in the business – to your point, it was about 80-20, about 80% advertising and 20% circulation revenue, and that's just okay. not the case anymore. Now it's about 50 Well, that, that Thanksgiving edition that you charged $4 for was jam-packed full of the Black Friday ads, and I just had, oh, a, sure. had a little trouble with that. I just didn't see why we had to pay more for a pile of ads. But Well, there are a lot, <laughs> there are a lot of people that, speaking of emails, who send me some really harsh emails when they don't have ads in their papers. They go nuts over it. Yes, uh, I understand they, that. They absolutely consider advertising to be a big part of the newspaper. And uh, we've had occasions where our printer in Peoria will leave out uh, a packet that will have several advertisers. And those are some of the worst days in here. We'll have hundreds of phone calls where people didn't get certain ads or didn't get certain ad packages or certain vendors, Mm -hmm. and they get really upset. So uh, we consider the advertising a big part of the newspaper as far as readership Mm -hmm. goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, Carol? All right. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. No, appreciate you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas Christmas, to you. Carol. Thank Thank you. you. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Uh, Somebody said, uh, please explain how the digital subscription works for someone who receives home delivery of the News Gazette. I'm no longer able to access stories online. I don't know. Isn't how the what, digital subscription, yeah. have they subscribed to it? Yeah. Explain how the digital subscription works if for you someone are a subscriber. Who, who receives home delivery of the News Gazette. Yes, you, yeah. have, you have the option. Not everybody, we learned about three years ago, not everybody who gets a print edition of the paper wants a digital subscription. We had... Mm. A lot of people want to opt out of that. They said, we just, we're just we just not interested in it. We don't want it. So we put a, I think it was $2 maybe, a $2 monthly charge to give people a yes or no. Yes, I want it, and it's worth $2 a month for me to have digital, or I don't want it, and I'm not paying the $2. Mm-hmm. And that was about two years ago, and we – Rarely have any comments. You know, I don't have many people upset. In fact, digital subscriptions are through the roof. We've got uh, right at 7,000 now. And when we took over three years ago, 
we had about 140, 180. Okay. And yeah, now they're, they may be at 7,000 as of today because I think we had 27 new subscribers yesterday. 27 digital. new digital digital subscribers, subscribers yesterday. Yeah. So it it's growing in leaps and bounds. And how many of those do both? How many of them have the do a lot? Audience, a know? lot I mean, do both. Yeah, uh, yeah. Probably in the, I'd say six or seven thousand range. People do both. We have a lot of people who do um, daybook kind of digital subscriptions, where they'll buy. Uh, if you'll look online, you'll see a wallet. And you mm-hmm. can put five dollars in your wallet and use that access until that's gone. You know, mm-hmm. you can access all you want, look at any stories you want, and it'll it'll give you a meter that says, okay, you got four dollars left, you got two eighty left, mm-hmm. you got whatever, Count, and yeah. it goes down and it says, do you want to replenish your wallet or do you mm-hmm. want to get a subscription or mm-hmm. what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. So and there then, are a lot of options. And then there's the news Gazette app. Then there's the is app. that. That's just a free app, right? That's that, a free app. And, yeah, and free so app. That can, what do you get with that? You just, get the you get the digital. You don't get the digital edition. You don't get the whole edition, but you get the web edition, the website yeah. okay. that we have that yeah. has highlights. And for some people, that's all they want. Just just, highlights. just the headlines. Yeah, yeah. headlines. And then and you highlights. can listen to the radio station. And listen to the radio station. Right. Yeah. You can do that. That's how I yeah. access your show every morning mm-hmm. is through the app. It's through the app. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's a free one, so you yep. can do that. That's right. Uh, but the, when you say digital subscription, like it's um, – you can look at the actual paper. It's the paper. It's, it's the paper, but it's on a digital on your phone. digital you can, format. You it's called it a, and it, the E-edition is E-edition. the technical. Yeah, mm-hmm. the electronic edition. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you can slide the – you scroll across. You scroll across, turn the A1, pages. A1, A2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's pretty close. Okay, uh, we are at 924. Let's go back to the phone. Sarah's here. Hi, Sarah. Yes, good morning. Um, I'm one of the subscribers that takes the e-edition and gets the real Sunday paper. Um, I know with some of us with some eye challenges, occasionally the News Gazette will print a special comment section using a gray background. Hmm. It it makes it much harder to read, I think. You know, I... I agree with you. I think sometimes Thank those you. those gray backgrounds on what usually they're on sidebars. You know, they're on they're not necessarily yeah. in the story, but there'll be something that is um, associated with the story, and it'll be a little sidebar that's part of the story. And the the editors will use what's called a screen to set them apart from the regular story. And I agree, sometimes electronically, those things are a little too dark. And we've actually had conversations about that. So we'll bring it up again. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you but mentioned I, it. I specifically noticed it on the print one that I get on Sunday. Hmm. Okay. It, it's a challenge to read those. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. And I'm, you know, I'm right at 71 years old so my eyes are not as good as they used to be either so i have i have to find all kinds of ways to read both print and mm-hmm. digital edition uh when i'm on the road and i find myself uh using the print the e-edition uh more because i can blow it up you know i mm-hmm. can actually well, yeah. blow well, it up yeah. and look at it a little better mm-hmm. but the screen yeah. is That's a different I'm thinking thing of dropping the sunday one yeah i'm thinking of maybe dropping it completely but I just didn't know whether others had said anything about that, but thank you. Yeah, very good. Very good. Thank you, Sarah. Paul Barrett, the publisher of the News Gazette, with us here, taking your questions and comments. Kathy, how are you? Hi, good morning. Good morning. Um, This is a positive, and and I'm going to end it with something that we really miss. But when the paper, when we, we've been getting the paper for over 40 years, and when it switched to not having a Monday, we kind of missed that. But we have discovered that the Sunday paper has some really in-depth stuff in it sometimes. I mean, a lot of Sundays it does. And it's, all, it's something that we always go back to on Monday to reread. You know, you, you just can't sometimes get the whole paper read in one day. So it's a nice, it's a nice way to bring in the week by kind of going through what you read and maybe rereading it again or, or reading something that you didn't read in the paper the day before. So it's kind of nice. Um, another column that I've started to enjoy is J. Mark Powell, The Holy Cow History. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that was pretty interesting yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> About the raccoon in the White House. Yeah, yeah, but, that was um, funny. Yeah, that's a very interesting column every week, and that's it's always enjoyable, and it's like, what? <laughs> Just things, things you, that you don't know, and mm. that's kind of what I think parts of News that have started to do is to kind of put things in there that really make you think or things that you didn't know about before. It, it seems to be in some... It's becoming more in-depth, even though the paper is thinner than it was years ago. Yes, I think you're absolutely right, and um, credit to that goes to Jim Rosso and Jeff D'Alessio. Uh, they spend hours and hours and hours planning the in-depth stories you're talking about to get as deep and as broad as they can, and mm-hmm. unlike any paper I've ever been associated with in my 44 years of doing this, they are they are incredible. I don't I don't know how they they get it all done. Well, and and yesterday the front page there was an article about the Sola Grata Farms and how they want to expand and and all the history behind it mm-hmm. that I had no idea. Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, living in a community is kind of nice to have the background sometimes with some of the stuff that's going on. It it kind of wakes you up a little bit like, mm-hmm. "Oh, okay." Mm-hmm. But but we do miss the ads. That's one thing we do miss is the ads on Sundays, but... Yes. Oh, my. We do, too. <laughs> yeah. it, 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 goes, it goes, I think it goes with our age, so... Yeah, yeah, we do, too. And it's so refreshing, Kathy. Thank you so much for the, for the compliments. I actually got a, an email. The lady before was uh, mentioning my email address. I actually got an email yesterday from a lady who said she would not be subscribing to... The News Gazette, because there was never anything interesting or in-depth in it. And you just completely refuted that. Uh, well, it just... Uh, and I, mean, I, th- something- I think this particular person had, because she went on to say some other things that were very personal, and I think she had a personal grudge of some kind uh, from years and years ago, way before we... Well, when, when you uh, think about it, those yeah. uh, like those... And Kathy, uh, you may know this, the meetings, minutes, and more that you get, I think it's sure. on Friday. Yeah. I okay. love that. Oh, and I man. Love- that's there's, fantastic. That's fantastic well, stuff in there. Yeah. And you get to see what's going on around in the area, and I love all the coverage with the high schools mm-hmm. because, you know, some of the press that the high schools are getting right now, I mean, 99% of the kids that go to school are, are awesome kids. Mm-hmm. There's You're just absolutely a fraction. Right. There's actually a, just a fraction that are messing up for, for for the others. But to see all these different high schools and what all these kids are doing, it's just like it's like okay, I can take a breath and smile. <laughs> that is that is so refreshing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's just, so much because we work oh, well, so hard with those kids. You know, we have a a junior reporter in every high school. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. just that's amazing. Yeah, and yeah. they're and they're on time. They get their stories to us. They're well written. It's absolutely amazing that these kids put this much time and energy into uh, contributing to the community mm-hmm. for people like yourself who want to know what's going on yeah. in these individual schools. I, well, I love it. Another in-depth article that I really enjoyed. I had and I don't. I mean, my kids went to Muhammad. We live in Muhammad, mm-hmm. and when they were in school, we did not have the internships at the high school. Yeah. They had an in-depth article about all the internships that they're doing with the kids to see if they actually like a career. It's like that should be done in every high school. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, it's just. I mean, things like that that you don't know what's going on. It's just nice to be able to read it and and go okay. Mm-hmm. Thing, you know, people are really working behind the scenes, and you just don't know about it until you read about it. And I can't imagine not having a newspaper every day. You know, we get so many comments, Kathy, from people who are visiting here. They may be visiting relatives. They may have never been here. And we will get uh, uh, an email or a note or a handwritten or a call on, on one of our shows that says where I live in a place five times this big, we don't have near the newspaper that you guys have in Champaign. I just wanted you to know that you're a dying one. Just told me recently we're a dying breed. Well, I I guess we are, but the people here certainly enjoy what we do, and uh, I'm, it's just so refreshing to have mm. uh, have you say that. And I hey. appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Kathy. Have- 
Have a great day. You too. We appreciate Bye. it. All right, callers, hang on. I got Pat, I got Mark, uh, a couple other things that have come in. Let me get a break in. Back after this. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hey, Illini family, it's Brad Underwood. We'll see you Saturday at the State Farm Center and catch game day coverage starting two hours before tip-off, right here on DWS. Back on a penny for your thoughts. Folks at Gallo Miller Paint and Collusion Repair, if you've had a uh, dent or a serious accident, uh, any of or anything in between, gallomiller.com, conveniently and centrally located in Champaign-Urbana. Look for their attractive building, south side of I-74, between the Neal and Prospect exits, and they've run body shops. They've been involved in the insurance world. They understand all of that. They'll make this uh, process as smooth as possible for you. Douglas in Champagne says his car was extremely clean. The fix only took one day. It was taken care of immediately when I arrived. Everything went very smooth and fast. And John and Ludlow says you deserve a rating higher than great. So there's a couple of recommendations. Gallo Miller, paint and collision repair, south side of I-74, between the Neal and Prospect exits. All right, Paul Barrett, publisher of the News Gazette, with us here this morning. At 10.30, we have uh, Busey Money Talk. Let's see here. we got a bunch of callers. Uh, Pat, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Say, listen, the first thing I read in the paper, I grew up here, are the obituaries. Because I've lived here all my life, and you just, and I worked at the university for 35 years, and I just feel like I know so many people, and I wouldn't know that they had passed away if it weren't for the obituaries in the, in the paper. You know, that's uh, in every survey, Pat, that we've ever taken or been a part of that's the number one red thing in the paper the obituaries number it always shows up as number one mm-hmm. yeah day after day well yeah day after day well and i understand that i can understand why yeah yeah okay well that's all thank Good. you and thank merry you. christmas you bet thank you thank you pat appreciate that uh let's see i was very pleased to see ethan simmons cover the school board meeting monday night january 9th and 23rd will also deal with the plan for change in Unit 4. That's been uh, an ongoing story. Uh, let's see here. Good morning, Brian and Paul. Two of my favorite comics are no longer in the paper, Judge Parker and Rex Morgan, M.D. I miss them. Why are they no longer in the paper? I don't, I don't know why they're not in the paper. We have polls that we... Uh, we conduct from time to time and we subscribe to on readership you know which ones are the are the most read which ones are not these are not two i'm very familiar with so mm-hmm. i don't know if they either they went out of business because so many syndicates are going out of business now i don't know if they actually stopped printing or if we stopped purchasing them i don't know mm-hmm. but i can find out all right nine thirty-eight. mark's with us good morning mark Good morning. Um, it is a pleasure to talk to the publisher of a local newspaper. I doubt if there's any other city in the United States that has a call-in show like Penny for Your Thoughts and has the wide variety of guests that we have that appear on your show. So um, thank you for taking the time out of your day to come down and, and, and speak to the people. But I do have a question concerning one of your columnists, uh, whose name I can't pronounce because... It's just too hard for me. But uh, he wrote and apparently was put in suspension for a while because the white saviors were uh, writing letters to the editor about it. Does anybody read his column? I mean, he called a candidate for a local office a white supremacist with no basis of doing that at all. And I find those comments to be very egregious that, you know, we, we toss out this white supremacist and racist term, you know, at the drop of a hat. He never apologized to that candidate. 
he didn't say anything. The News Gazette didn't write an apology saying that we've, you know, taken his column off the air because of his comments. It's nothing. You know, even yesterday when I called in, uh, you know, uh, it was Brian didn't even know he was back writing as he was last Sunday. And I just have a real problem when you have columnists who cast dispersions on people with no basis of fact. A column is a well-written, opinionated, you know, uh, article, but it's not one in which we resort to name-calling. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree 100%. I, I agree mean, with I, you. I just... I mean, you know, this guy was in timeout for a while, apparently, and now he's back. But did anybody, does anybody, you know, say, hey, you know, let's tone down the rhetoric? I mean, uh, this country is fractured enough without this gentleman writing every week about how he hates the police and, and basically hates white people. You know, I mean, the, the rhetoric is enough. Mm-hmm. And that I don't need to be reading him and his word salad mm-hmm. okay. that he does. I mean, half the time I'm running to a dictionary trying to figure out what he said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I agree with you. Thank you, Mark. And, and to answer one of your seven questions, I'm not sure what order they came okay. in, Mark, but uh, did anyone say anything to him about the column? Uh, I can assure you, yes is the answer to that, because that – the column that you referred to that was so incendiary uh, unfortunately happened over a weekend where we had two major personal uh, issues going on within the newsroom uh, with our with our top two people. And that, that column went through, and it shouldn't have. And as soon as it hit the street, uh, our editors saw it and went ballistic. And that was part of why there was a, a little hold, a discussion, a reassessment of, uh, you know, what is this guy saying? What is he trying to accomplish here? Now, on the other hand, I don't like censorship. I hate censorship. Uh, and so what we want the guy to do is to be respectful in his writing and not be incendiary, and he's been able to do that to some extent. But when he goes off the deep end, we're going to have words, and we're going to talk about it, and we're going to we're going to see that those things don't reappear. It's not uh, it's not that someone here condoned that column because I can tell you, Jeff D'Alessio went absolutely ballistic uh, when he saw that that appeared. Um, because we're we're better than that, and that guy should have had a shorter leash, to be honest with you, and now he does. Mm-hmm. So I can't pronounce his, pronounce his name either. Uh, I know he's a professor. I've actually left a message for him because uh, I wanted to go over and meet him, talk to him, and he never returned my call. So I don't know what that's about. Maybe mm-hmm. someday I'll get to meet him. I've had look. I grew up in the South. I, I was the publisher at newspapers large and small in racially charged areas of the South where I dealt with this on a daily basis. And I don't have uh, room for that kind of uh, rhetoric either in, in my personal life and my, my, my vocabulary. Um, mm-hmm. But, but I like. I like commentary. Some commentary I don't agree with, I still want to read it. I still want to know it's out there, and I think that's part of what the newspaper is about. But it has to be respectful, and it has to not incite people uh, or cause people to do harm to others or things like that. So, yeah, steps were taken, conversations were had, but we want to hear all voices, and if that offends you, I'm sorry, but but we do want to hear what everybody has to say as long as they're respectful. All right, Paul Barrett is with us, publisher of the News Gazette. Uh, got some more texts that have coming in. Back with more in a moment here on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Illini family, this is Brett Bielema. You've got the home of Illinois football. News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM. 
with the publisher of the News Gazette, Paul Barrett, here with you until the top of the hour. We've got 946 on the clock. Overcast skies. All right, some more texts here. Uh, I called once before when Mr. Barrett was on in regards to the flimsy plastic bag your papers come in. If it's a rainy night, morning, or every rainy night, rainy morning, I go out to get my paper. It's been thrown in my driveway. It's created a hole in the bag, and the paper has soaked up the water. Two weeks ago, I had to go spend another $4 to get a replacement paper at Harvest Market. So, Yeah, you shouldn't have to do that. And sometimes it's the manufacturer of those bags will be getting thinner and thinner and thinner, just like everything else. They want to stretch their dollars as much as they can. And we've asked our carriers to double bag or triple bag papers. Sometimes they get in a hurry. They don't do it. But don't go buy another newspaper as much as I'd like to have the, a second. I mean, sure. another. Call the newspaper if and tell them to bring you one. We'll bring you one. If your paper's wet or damaged, uh, Bob and his group in there will see that you get a see that you get a good newspaper. We don't want you to have a have yeah. to go buy another a one. Dishrag, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Uh, Brian and Paul, good discussion this morning. Couple of comments. One, we live in the center of three urban areas: areas Chicago, Indy, St. Louis. Yet it's hard to see much daily or weekly news about these significant communities that do impact our lives in Champaign-Urbana. Uh, Two, appreciate your coverage of the local communities and agencies, especially such as school boards and county forest preserves. Thank you. And and I think she's right. He or she is right that we don't do a lot of coverage of Chicago, Indy, or St. Louis, or any other big city because we're committed to local news. We're we if there are things in those places that do impact us, you'll you'll find them. We do run them, but. Our charge is very simple. We're a local newspaper. That's our franchise, local news. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not censorship, a texter says, if the paper chooses not to publish a given columnist. The paper, as a private business, has every right to decide whom to publish or not publish. It's really only censorship of government uh, preventing the speech. It's really only censorship, I guess, if the government is preventing the speech. Is what they're saying. So she's at, he yeah. or she is absolutely right. It's, mm-hmm. We are a public. Uh, I mean, we are a private company. We're not a public utility like ninety percent of our <laughs> of our people think we are. We're a private company, and we do pick and choose those and have the right to do it. Uh, you call it censorship or or not, but we have the right to decide what goes in the paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you know, try to get as like you said as many viewpoints as you can uh, that are reasonable. I think that's critical yeah. to. Yeah. Critical to people who who want to understand what it's like in their community and what what goes on in their community. You can read one side of something forever, and that's all you'll ever know. We think it's too important. Uh, hi, Paul. I was wondering when we can hear more from Clarissa Nickerson Foreman. Uh, she'll be on Tuesday, by the way, Tuesday. on the radio. Yeah, she okay. comes on sometimes. She's really engaging. Talks about things I would never know about. I've seen her in the paper sometimes. Was wondering when we might hear her voice more in the community. I know people enjoy her. Thanks for taking the time to listen. Good, good. And she's That's written terrific. a couple of columns. Yeah, she's written several columns, over, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, terrific, terrific. And we hope to get her back, yeah. All right, back to the phones here. Scott, good morning. Hi, good morning. Um, one of your texters had alluded to this, but I wanted to go a little bit further. Professor Sande Chajwa, whatever his name is, is very inflammatory. I don't think he's contributing in a positive way whatsoever. But if you're concerned about censorship, why don't you just let him publish his letters once every two weeks, conforming to the same rules that you have for everybody else in the opinions? Um, that gives him the right, you know, for exposure. It also puts him someplace where it does not appear that your paper is endorsing him, because by publishing him on Sundays, it uh, does appear that you are endorsing him and backing him, regardless of what may happen if you pull him out for several weeks. But if you put him in the, you know, the, like I said, the opinion section. Uh, and the feature section from people that write in periodically, you'd have all the rest of them, like David Green and Tom Napier and the rest of them, that can only appear once every two weeks. And that would limit his damage. And that's, I think, and would still allow people that want to read him to read him. So just a thought and what I would really, really strongly urge you to do. To put, okay. to put his column on the opinion page rather right. than op-ed. Uh, opposite the opinion page. Right. Just like, you know, if I want to write in a letter protesting something or endorsing San Lamentado or, you know, or whatever, 
as a, as a letter to the editor. I'm sorry, yes, letter to the editor. Okay, okay. I think that's something that should be considered, and I think that would, like I said, I think it would remove your masthead from his opinion pieces and his inflammatory language and rhetoric and still allow him to get out to the public. I'm, I'm curious about something, because you've opened a really nice uh, a really nice uh, box here, I guess. When you read George Will, do you think we endorse George Will? <laughs> I do read George Will an awful lot, and I'm very disappointed in him the last couple of years. It yeah, he's changed a little, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. my Lord. Uh, it seems like whenever he stopped catching President Trump's ear, he went whole hog into <laughs> an attack mode. And yeah. it was just, he went maybe, what, four or five months without, until the baseball column came around, yeah. without writing about anything else. Yeah. Um, but, but do you think we endorse George Will because you read his column. No, I mean, I, I, I know how this works. I mean, I, I sadly miss Thomas Sowell. I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, I did too. Um, brilliant. And I'm glad that you are running George Will, but he's really not a conservative voice anymore. Well, there are very few conservatives out there that want to put their name on a column anymore. There, there are a handful. And uh, well, when, it, I, when I, you know, 20 years exactly. ago, when I lived in the South and this was a uh, you know, uh, I, I had more conservative columnists than you could shake a stick at. It was the liberals that you could never find. No one would ever, you know, want to put their name. And actually, Thomas Sowell was one of them, and I loved him. I thought he was well, fantastic. But The liberals have successfully taken over academia, so they're not producing a lot of conservative columnists yeah, anymore. And yeah, when they see them, they go on full-force attack. They do. You're absolutely right. Thank you for your comments. That's a very good comments. Food for thought. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, you sir. I appreciate it. All right, 217-356-9397 is our number. Text line at 217-351-5357. Mr. Publisher, your guy Brian has the best thing going in local media. He deserves a much bigger footprint and the pay to go with it. Merry Christmas. Boy, says. I agree with that. <laughs> I think okay. we should have Brian on all day. I, Brian, I did, you want to go? You wanna... I did not text that in, by the way. That's not my text. Uh, do you want to? Would you like to do Penny for Your Thought from nine to say two? Two. Yeah. <laughs> have more. Well, yeah. uh, interesting text. I appreciate. Put, if those of you who can't see Brian right now, he's turning a little shade of red. So. All right, let's uh, go to the phones. Rick, how you doing, Rick? Hey, good morning. How are you? Uh, I've got a, a brief statement and a question. Uh, I grew up in the 60s. I was a paper boy. Uh, I had parents that took two papers a day. Uh, they took the State Journal Register out of Springfield. I grew up in Lincoln. We took the Lincoln Courier. And they encouraged me to read both of those papers and not just the funnies. Uh, they encouraged me to read all the sections and things along that line. What can we do today to, to get our kids more interested and grandkids in, in current events and topics like that that would, would possibly save our newspapers, be it in digital or print material, I think they're really losing out on what's happening in the world today. Rick, you are exactly right, which was a big reason that newspapers have done what we do with our high school confidential and we have high school reporters we have interns, young interns in the newspaper every summer. We've actually hired two or three of the last ones we've had once they've graduated from different universities and high schools. But you're absolutely right. You know, I hate to say what I'm about to say, but it really comes down to the parents. If the, Just like your parents and my parents, who thought it was important, my father spread the paper on the floor for me so I could learn the box scores. The baseball box scores. That's how I started reading newspapers. And I was to a carrier. I carried the newspaper in our neighborhood for several years. But it se- the trend seems to be we get some kids interested in high school with some of the things we're doing. They want to see uh, their pictures in the paper because of sports. They're in plays. They make the honor roll. Mm -hmm. So we call them uh, refrigerator columns. You know, the grandparents will cut them out, stick them on the refrigerator, and it's it's real uh, nice, and they are learning a little bit about that. But then they go away to college, and then uh, they're out in the world. And our gap is between about 20 years old, now about 19 years old, and about 
30 years old. That's the readership gap that we have to try to fill. We found that when people get married, so they get married, they're 28, 30 years old, they get married, suddenly they want to read the paper again, which is bizarre, but they do. They want to be part of the community. They want to know what's going on. They want to read about the schools because they may be sending kids. Uh, and so we we do begin to pick subscribers back up in the early 30s. And then if we're good at what we do or they like what we do, they stay with us. But that gap, the, the one you're talking about, the younger kids up to, say, age 28 to 30, that is a hard nut to crack because of all of the alternative things out there. Everybody thinks mm-hmm. they have um, – there's too there's so much information that people are going to listen to what they agree with rather than back to an earlier comment that we had today people are going to listen with what to what they agree with they want to sort of uh what's the word have discussions that are uh within the same topic group rather than be a little bit controversial or be a little bit uh, engage in debates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know why. I don't mm-hmm. know what's caused that. Mm-hmm. But my father and mother insisted that I uh, be a newspaper reader, and, and I became a, an avid reader of, of everything. I read books, lots of books. Um, but I don't, I, I don't have a good answer to your question, Um mm-hmm. I, I wish we did. I wish yeah. we could engage kids more. Uh, oh, I, I do, too. Um, you know, like I said, I always read two newspapers a day when I was in college. I went to school up in Michigan. I read the Detroit Free Press as well as the local paper up there. Plus, my parents had the local paper from Lincoln mailed to me on a daily basis. Wow, that's, that's uh, really So I nice. kept up on things on the home front. Hmm. Uh, when I came to work here in Champaign-Urbana, uh, I was in the pharmacy business, and I kept up on birth announcements and death <laughs> announcements. Sure. And that's how I kept in contact with my patients, especially ones that I may not see every day. Sure. Uh, I'd send uh, congratulatory notices and sympathy cards. Uh, it, it, it can be good for business. It can be good for you. And it, it really brings out the warm fuzzies just by, just by keeping up on current events. Hmm. Hey, good call, Rick. Really good call, Rick. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Appreciate thanks for all that. your hard work. No, thanks. you're very welcome. You want to stay past the top, or what do you, uh, you got to go? No, I'm uh, here. till the bottom of the hour? I'm not leaving until okay. tomorrow. Okay, well, very good. <laughs> uh, Eric, if you want to hang on, uh, we'll get to you here in a little bit, uh, or you can call me right back. We'll keep Paul on for our next little segment, because I've only got to go to the bottom of the hour. So we'll do that, and we'll take more questions. For the publisher of the News Gazette, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, it's 10 o'clock. It's the second hour of A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS. You can join in on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or send an email to talk at WDWS.com. Now, here again, Brian Barnhart. All right, our news here at the top of the hour was brought to you by Blaine's Farm and Fleet, your ag headquarters, helping you get the job done right with farm supplies and equipment, fencing, feed, and more, Wisconsin-based and family-owned since 1955. It's the second hour, but it's really the third half hour. Busey Money Talk coming up at the bottom, and Paul Barrett, our publisher, has agreed to stay here for another segment. Uh, so if you have some questions, maybe you didn't get answered or you thought, well, I'm out of time, uh, feel free to give us a call back or a text if you'd like to get those in. 217-356-9397 is the number. Text line at 217-351-5357. The Beef House over in Covington, Indiana. Say hi to Bob and Bonnie Wright. Uh, you might check beefhouserules.com, see if they still have any tickets left for the Christmas show. Uh, as it turns out, they uh, had some uh, seats open up. Uh, I know last weekend they had to try to fill those, and they may try to fill them again this weekend, but you might check to make sure. But in the meantime, uh, if you have family and friends in for the holidays, you're not sure quite what you're going to do with all those folks in the house, we'll get them in the cars and drive over to the Beef House 
in Covington, Indiana. Say hi to Bob and Bonnie Wright. Talk about the new uh, football coach, Ryan Walters, over there. Of course, we all know Ryan pretty well here. So you can talk about that with Bob. He makes the rounds. He's around the restaurant a lot, he and Bob and Bonnie. Uh, Bob and Bonnie Wright, say hi to them. Beef House, Exit 4, Covington, Indiana is where you can find them. All right, Paul is with us here as he uh, stays with us till the bottom of the hour. Back to the phones here. Marlene has a question. How you doing, Marlene? Well, I have a com- uh, compliment. Uh, I love my paper. I read it pretty much front to back, um, except one thing, one comic I can't stand, and that's that Wallace the Brave. I hate that one, <laughs> but I read the paper all the time, every day, and that's the only way I can get it. I don't have anything like that. I'm an older person, and... And uh, I have to get everything with um, rabbit eyes, rabbit ears on my TV and all that stuff. And I don't have all those fancy things that people have now. But I love my paper, and I have a really good deliverer. Uh, Gail Kudemeyer is wonderful, and she puts it right at my door. I open it and pick up my paper. Oh, that's and terrific. I, and I love my paper. That's terrific, Marlene. Thank you. Yeah. So well, I want it, and I need it. Good. Oh, good. Thank you, Marlene. Thank you so much. Appreciate you being a subscriber all these years. Thank you. Ten oh. Oh yeah, I have uh, as long as I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's good. A long time. <laughs> You've been the backbone of the the business. For Absolutely. Us then, so. It's, I'm eighty six. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> I mean, I want my paper. Don't, don't stop it. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Marlene. Thank you. Good to hear from you. Uh, why isn't the News Gazette reporting on the Twitter files? Uh, we're talking about all the things that were released on um, Elon Musk has been sending out, I guess, um, saying, hey, they, they the Hunter Biden laptop, they did this, so forth and so on. Yeah, I think um, there's a thousand places you can get that information. I know I get it online, you know, and I mm-hmm. hear, uh, I think there's some commentary that we're doing or planning to do about it. But as far as the news stories go, uh, it's, it's like uh, we were talking about earlier about national news versus versus local news mm-hmm. uh you can get that uh, st- all those stories you want to read mm-hmm. uh nationally because yeah. we do have a section where you have you national stories yeah. ap I think, stories right. that are in there but, and we uh, subscribe to ap just mm-hmm. like we always have mm-hmm. uh, again when space is limited uh we're going to do as much local news as we can squeeze in please give us texter says please give us more information on the professor who wrote the article what does he teach at the u of i professor of what um, I want to say he's is an African American studies, studies I, think. I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, At is U of I is what he teaches over there. Yes. Two one seven three five one five three five seven. Let's see. Had one here. When are you going to stop being a left wing mouthpiece for the Democratic Party? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wants to. I know. love that. Yeah. Because uh, when I walk out of here, I'll probably have two emails that, are, that say, "When are you going to stop being a right wing?" Uh, it, it is. I've I've been doing this forty four years. And it is absolutely amazing how that goes right down the middle of the road. I get just as many on the right as I do on the left comments, mm-hmm. just like that. Mm-hmm. And I grew up uh, in a strong, conservative Republican Party. My father was head of the Republican Party in Memphis when I was a kid. Yeah. And wow. I got to meet Richard Nixon and Ronald Reagan and all those people because of my dad. So I grew up with what... I guess you could call it call a strong conservative background. So I'm, and many, many, many of my friends are professors, deans, liberal. Um, my some of my friends call them my Birkenstock friends, <laughs> and and I love them. You know, I think the older I've gotten, uh, on a personal level, I want to hear all points of view. I don't want to be I don't want to be stuck in a hole somewhere with one point of view. I want to hear everybody's point of view. So maybe that's part of getting older, I guess. Yeah. That's what we try to reflect. That's right. Ten twelve. another quick break, and then back with Paul Barrett. We've got to go to the bottom of the hour here, and then Busey Money Talk. So if you have some quick comments for the publisher of the uh, News Gazette, join us. With Paul Barrett, publisher of the News Gazette, until the bottom of the hour, then i got to clear out. We'll have Joe DeLuce on tomorrow in the 10 o'clock hour, Mayor Deb Finan near the end of the show. And uh, next week, Clarissa Nickerson-Foreman will be with us in the uh, 9 o'clock hour on Tuesday. We'll do the show a week from today 
from St. Louis with the uh, Bragging Rights game. Ryan Dallas Real Estate, if you need to move a home, uh, selling it in that regard. Uh, they had, uh, I think, a rate going at one time this year, selling a home every 11 hours this year. So they, uh, they move a lot of folks around, and uh, they can help get your home set up if you need to sell it. They can help with the arranging of that. Of course, these interest rates are kind of wild right now. They're uh, fluctuating a little bit, so make sure you uh, get in touch with Ryan Dallas. Make sure you get everything squared away on that. And if you're looking to buy a home, uh, certainly they can uh, get you on the coming soon list and help you out that way as well. 833-595-SOLD or go to ryandallasre.com. All right, John's up next. Good morning, John. Good morning. How you all doing today? Good. What's going on? Well, I just... Came late to the show, just tuned you in, and uh, that'll be my second comment. But the first one, thank you so much for another great show, uh, Brian Barnhart. And I didn't catch his last name, but the uh, Paul from the News Gazette. Mm-hmm. Paul Barrett. Barrett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paul Barrett. Mr. Barrett, you do a great job. Um, I don't know your persuasion as far as politics, et cetera, but put it in print. We'll figure it out. You, and uh, so so thankful for freedom of the press and a uh, local hometown paper. You, you do a great job. John, thank you very much. And the fact that you don't know my political persuasion is probably a good thing. I'm right down the middle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm with you there. I, I like the truth, and it's hard to, hard to get that at times when uh, the interwebs want to just sway you one way or the other. Uh, yeah, every- the only comment I would have as yes. far as the News Gazette I've caught a full-page ad for Google. I'm sure it's good money for you. And in our troubling times, especially with uh, print newspapers, which I, I subscribe to, I've got a digital, but I don't get on it. Um, I'm sure they give you a lot of money, and I also think they they are one of the organizations that want to sway people on issues one way or the other, and um, they don't have the constraints that news true news organizations have but you guys do a great job thank you thank you john and the the to your point on the google ads we that's a that was a one-time buy about i don't know two months ago three months ago google bought space in newspapers all over the united states and if you read the ad it is to support journalism support local journalism Mm. they they said we want to come out and tell your public in your community to support good journalism and so they're doing that through those ads hmm. they're not necessarily yeah, not, google ads you know yeah i'm not sure if you know of the trusted news initiative oh yeah oh yeah that sprang up in 2020 and google is a party to that and that's why i say kind of hated to see the google ad but i understand hey if they're pumping money into your business that's a good thing thank you very good Thank uh, the second comment oh, okay. is why I came in late. Um, I was having coffee with cops on Bloomington Road, McDonald's. Wonderful. Uh, I hope that gets publicized more. I just happened to heard it. Probably heard it on the radio earlier. A great program, great discussion, and uh, I think we can be proud of the Champaign Police Department and our new chief of seven months. Uh, one of the reasons I went there was to hopefully get a hold of him and get his assessment on uh, how the department's running as he just showed up here seven months ago. And he came back with the people, the the police officers have been doing a great job. And he, and he ran through the crime statistics, particularly violent crime in Champaign. And, uh, yeah, glad to be here. Glad I can get the paper every day, and uh, you guys do a great job. Thank, Thank you, you, John. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Ten nineteen. There's a story on the shop with a cop uh, in the news yeah, yeah. today. You today, can, you can mm-hmm. read that. Uh, Roger. Good morning. Good morning. Go ahead, sir. Are you? I was wondering, and I've noticed there hasn't been any aircraft advertised for sale, is for a long time. Is there any particular reason? I guess people don't have planes for sale because we certainly would take them. We'd love, we'd love them. I'm a pilot too, so I look, I look for uh, airplanes for sale. Where are you a pilot? Are you a pilot, Roger? 
Yes, sir. Since 54. Whoa. Wow. wow. Your ticket's a lot older than mine. I got mine in 75. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I love to, I love to see, uh, planes for sale, but, uh, and boats. I'm a, I'm a boater. We do have a couple of boats running right now in the paper for sale. So, Yes. All okay. Right. Thank, All right. Thank you. Thank you, Roger. Thank you. Bye. Very good. All right. Uh, Roger to Chris. How you doing, Chris? Oh, just a great day. It's not snowing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All that rain could have been snow, so that's, that's good. I, I know. Anyway, I just want to say I appreciate the News Gazette so much. I travel to my uncle's and where I was born in Toledo, Ohio, monthly. They only, Toledo, Ohio, only gets the, the blade on Thursdays and Sundays. Yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar with and, that. And they didn't even publish the election results. They didn't publish the primary results, you know, and trying to keep up with it online. They don't even update their online. So it, it, I just so appreciate, even though out in Philo I don't get, I don't know what they get in town, but we get the Saturday paper with the Sunday sure. supplement. So we'll get the Sunday's news on Monday. Uh, it's a whole heck of a lot better than only getting a paper twice a week with nothing. Yeah, I uh, from upstate New York, I have... I sat, had a front row seat to watch the Syracuse newspaper um, go to, they actually went to no print edition about six years ago. They made a big mistake, and they took a beautiful, well-produced new house newspaper, and uh, one of the new house uh, kids had moved into the leadership role, and he just said, okay, no more print editions. And they, yeah, and they, they, uh, all their carriers went away. Uh, you know, they had over a hundred thousand, 120,000 subscribers and they only published, uh, a paper to go in racks and vendors, no home delivery. And the community went nuts. They went absolutely crazy. And then they tried to reverse themselves and come back. And it didn't work because the carriers had left. The, their carriers yeah. had walked away, mm, and they couldn't do yeah. it. It was just—it's yeah. a horrible, horrible issue. And then to watch New Orleans, the Times-Picayune, do the same thing, and yeah. the newspaper in Baton Rouge just came in and took it over because they decided to yeah. to not publish every day. I, it mm. it breaks my heart. That's why we work so hard here to make sure we do what we do. And when you say how much you appreciate it, that's that means the uh, world to us. And thank I you, Chris, do. for that. The, the print edition, I, I, I also do the online, but I think I've only logged into it once in the whole time you've been doing online. Yeah. I prefer to have it in my hand sure. and uh, that kind of thing. So, uh, but, you know, that, that you, a large large community like toledo ohio i know only twice a week i mean it's just it's criminal it is yeah it is thank you for your comments thank you chris no okay bye-bye very good appreciate you being there uh texas rarely get beyond paragraph one or two of the professor he is too hateful and divisive but i agree we need to know the viewpoint is out there and even has significant support uh in the in the city so uh all right appreciate that a uh, couple minutes to go here with Paul Barrett, publisher of the News Gazette. Let me get your uh, email again for people that oh, may have missed uh, it. How six to letters. It. I'm going to give okay. you six letters. Mm-hmm. P is in Paul, M is in Mary, B as in boy, P is in Paul, U, B is in boy. Mm-hmm. P-M-B-P-U-B at AOL.com. And that's the best way to reach you. Yep. So you can do that. All, yeah. all emails that I have go there. Mm-hmm. So that's the fastest way to get to mm-hmm. me, right there. PMB, P-U-B, yep. at AOL.com. Yeah, my initials, yeah. publisher. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Just, just keep that in mind. Yeah. All right, so uh, you're headed out, and uh, are you going to be um, back for the bowl game, or are you, you're not going to the bowl oh, game? Oh, no, I'll be here. I'll, I'm going to be gone about 12 days uh, to upstate New York mm-hmm. and uh, see my friends and family, my wife, and See what the dog looks like. Uh, 
Yeah. The dog remembers me. Say hi to Coach Q for us. Up Say there, hi. Man. Yeah, he's my neighbor up yeah. there, Coach Q. <laughs> we'll we'll certainly be getting together and have yeah. dinner a night or two. Yeah. His wife Stephanie is a lovely, lovely mm-hmm. person, and uh, we we really enjoy their yeah. company. And uh, if, speaking of special sections, I assume sports will be doing a lot of stuff with oh, the yeah. bowl game. I'm we're already talking about. Yeah, yeah, they were already designed and laid it out. They're they're good to go. Yeah, and we'll have some radio exciting. specials too, uh, yeah. in regards to all that. So yeah, yeah pretty exciting. Exciting to pretty be in a exciting game. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this has been a lot of fun. It has. Thanks for staying extra. Oh, you bet. And, Glad uh, to do it. And have a safe trip out there and safe trip back. Merry Christmas to you and everybody you too. with the Barretts. Thank you yeah. very much. And uh, again, uh, the day, the Daily Miracle, as they call it, the Daily the Miracle, the newspaper. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty amazing. It is. How very we good. get it done every day is. Miraculous. Yeah, yeah. Very good. All right. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Appreciate it. Roost by Roger is one of our sponsors. If you want to get on their list for next spring, you can certainly uh, do that and uh, give them a call. Reach out to our man, Roger Oakletree, and his team. There is a, a lot to uh, do in the wintertime, too. They can take care of your siding and gutters and gutter guards and windows and all of that. Give them a call at 217 834 3800. 217 834 3,800 roofs by Roger, R-O-D-G-E-R is how you spell it. All right, uh, appreciate all the texts and emails today. Good stuff there. And, again, if you need to reach out to Paul, you can uh, reach him via email, uh, pmbpub at aol.com is the uh, way to reach him. If you have some opinions you'd like to share, maybe you didn't get a question in, we can certainly uh, do that. All right, uh, that is it for me today. we got the Busey Money Talk folks coming in here at the bottom of the hour. Tomorrow we'll have Joe DeLuce on. We'll have Mayor Deb Finan uh, near the end of the show. And next week, Clarissa Nickerson Foreman will uh, join us, I think, on Tuesday. And then we'll broadcast live from St. Louis for the Bragging Rights game. It's some best-of shows next Friday, the following Monday, and the following Tuesday. And then back at it in the middle of the week there between Christmas and New Year's. Adam Austin, our producer today. Thanks to him for his help. Thanks for being with us. Appreciate everybody being there and listening and joining in on the conversation on WDWS Champaign-Urbana. Busey Money Talk next.